Hello, and welcome to the Creative Worship Leader Podcast, where we elevate the practical side of leading worship, leading people, and harnessing creativity so you can experience divine fulfillment. I'm Dean Mitchum, your host, and I'm so thankful that you joined me. Today's episode, we're going to talk about using a template to help create your song list. By the way, if you'd like more information, you can please visit deanmitchum.com. So let's get right into today's topic, using a template to help create your song list. Now, I've been leading worship for a long time. So I did a quick calculation the other day, and at minimum, I've probably created over 2,000 song lists in my lifetime. 2,000. I don't want to talk about my age, but I did create a lot of song lists over the years, Um, And I thought, wow, that's pretty amazing when you think about it. Uh, And, you know, you've got, as you're preparing your song list, people go, well, how hard can it be, really? I mean, just pick some songs. And you got other ones saying, can't you pick something different? I mean, you always sing the same things. And so there is quite a challenge to, uh, you know, create those song lists without just, you know, going through it alphabetically. And you always pick from the first half of the alphabet. We know how that works. Um, So there's some things that we can do to help us create that song list so we're not constantly repeating songs or we're using songs that really make a difference at this time. So let's go through using a template to help create your song list. Now, there's a couple of things that you probably should do uh, before you use a template like this. And uh, so and that is to uh, have an app or a program or an online service to have a database for your songs. Now, We use Planning Center online, and I can put a link in the show notes for you so you can go there. But we have found this to be a great service, and we use it to schedule our musicians. We use it to learn our music. We use it for the flow of service. So this is a great tool that we have uh, used. And in the song section of Planning Center, uh, you are able to have a database of songs that's connected with uh, iTunes or other places as well as a song select CCLI and all the places that we can pull our songs from. Uh, but they allow you to categorize your songs by type and uh, not only by type, but as you enter a song, you know, you can put in uh, the length of the song, the beats per minute, your meter. You can also uh, put in keywords that you want to have about the song and you can also do tags. So once you create that database, it's much easier to use something of a template that I am uh, going to give you. And by the way, we will have a template available for you to download at deanmitchum.com slash creative template. So here we go. Um, step one to this template is I call it the opening song. Now, that's pretty, that's quite Smart of me, isn't it? I know it's the opening song because it's the first song that opens the worship service. But everybody knows what that is. Some people refer to it as a call to worship. We just, you know, our song one or your beginning. But this is the, you know, the song that you start with. And its job is to open the service. Now, according to the vision your leadership has established, how they want the service to open up. Now, we open up through prayer 
at our service, and we're playing behind that. And so as they lift up a shout at the end of prayer or as they exalt the people, we like to start with a, a, a more of an up-tempo song, a faster song, or a stronger song that we start with. So the opening song, its job is to kick everything off. And you can use songs with celebration and praise and joy, uh, different songs like that. But if you, one of the tags you create or one of the categories you create to add to your song database is the opening song. You can actually go back then later and list and do a filter and pull up all the songs that would be great for an opening song. So a couple of songs that we use uh, is Almighty oh Ones and In the River. Those are two great ones that we've used over the years, and we've added to that database uh, to open the songs. But one of the interesting things is about it is if you can do a matrix view on Planning Center, and you can see four or five, however many services you want to see in a grid, and you can look and say, okay, over the next four weeks, I will use a different opening song for every service. And it also gives you a note of when you last used the song. So that's a, a benefit to it as well. Um, second, I'll call this the message song. And its job is to support the message of the vision of the house. Its job is to support the message of the season or any series that is being taught. And it's a great song because we know that we teach and admonish through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. So we want to use songs that carry the message of the house, the season, uh, or you know the era, whatever it is that your church is involved with. This is a great song to include in your worship repertoire or your set list, excuse me. And uh, so a couple of songs that we've done is Bring an Awakening uh, and Miracles. I mean, we're constantly believing and expecting and seeing miracles, and we want to declare that. Um, we believe in God. We believe in miracles. We believe we can perform miracles, and we want to sing about that. Uh, so that's two of the songs that we use in our message that we categorize as the message song. Now, you don't have to do a tag on the message song because you just filter by the message of the song and by keywords that you've already put in there. All right, the next part of your template I call the burning song. How it works is you don't use a tag or a category. It's that song that's right at the top of your heart, your throat, your mind that everyone's loving right now. Everyone's singing right now because it's working, because it is causing faith. It is bringing about a change in the congregation, a celebration or something. But it's that burning song. And two songs that we have done in the past and are doing right now is Never Lost. Uh, that song is powerful. Uh, God has never lost a battle. It's a powerful, great song, and it's a burning song. And we've used it quite extensively. Matter of fact, it inspired one of our worship conferences a couple of years back where we called the worship conference Undefeated. And then we wrote an, a new song called Undefeated out of that. Um, so we have what we call the burning song. Next, I'll call the closing song. And it's obvious its job is to close out the service. Now, you don't want a song that ends up wanting you to keep going uh, on purpose. When you have a transition in your service and you are serving the pastors, you need to transition out of worship. So you did a song that's a great song, and its job is to end on a high note. Its job is to, to feel like we're finished and not like we're lingering or there's more to it. Now, many of our favorite worship songs, when they end, you just, you just linger in the spirit. You linger in the flow, and that's great. But when it's time to close things out, you need to have a song that helps you get that feeling of being finished. 
A couple of songs that we like to use is Great Are You, Lord. Those are great. Uh, that's a great song for ending a service. And a lot of times we'll just go into the bridge and not sing the whole song, but we love the whole song as well. And then we have What a Beautiful Name. That's a great song that uh, helps us finish out a service. So next we have what I call the calendar song. Its job is to remind you of something, a date, an event on the calendar that we need to sing about. Now, this is pretty obvious, right? So Easter, Pentecost, uh, July 4th, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Memorial Day, uh, New Year, uh, other holidays in different varying cultures, and to be aware of those things. So uh, now the calendar song is not something you'll use on your template every service. But if you have it on your template, it can remind you of where you are and what season that you're in, uh, uh, and holiday. And then also part of the calendar is, uh, communion. Uh, we have service. Um, we have communion at the end of every month, the last Sunday of the month. And we, I like to have songs that are, you know, help support the communion. And it's usually tied into the end of worship. And we jokingly call those blood songs. Hey, do you have any blood songs this week? And, uh, we just, we laugh about that, but it's a cue or, or a reminder to help us. Now, let me review the template. What it would look like is you would have the opening song, the message song, the burning song, and the closing song. So that's four songs that you have on your list quickly just by drawing from these reminders. Now, there are times when your opening song is going to be a burning song, all right? And your opening song could be a message song, and your closing song could be a burning song. But what you're trying to do is give yourself help in picking songs and choosing songs uh, for that service and doing it quickly and not getting caught in what songwriters call songwriters block. We'll call it song list block. There we go. Um, and you can't think of anything on the list. Um, but in the old days, we used to create our own databases. You know, we'd use Excel or uh, Apple's numbers and, and create our own database. Uh, I was so thankful when we discovered online services. Um, and so we want to make that available. And remember, when you're doing song lists, you don't have to have them specifically in their order. The basic order is, you know, you start and you finish, and you have something good around those, and you fill in the brackets with what's going on. Um, so in our particular setup, we do, I do five songs per service, uh, sometimes more, sometimes less. But I plan on five, and then we move from there. Um, others plan on eight or nine songs, but they only plan on using four or five of them. So they have more choices during the flow of the service. And that's a pretty good idea as well. Um, but we also leave room for prophetic words and prophetic songs to take place. So we have a song list, but it all flows together for the end. So let's give a summary of what we talked about. In our songwriting template, have a database, have a service, and tag your songs. Then to get your template, you can go to deanmitchum.com slash creative template. And so first of all is the opening song, the message song, the burning song, and the closing song. And then as a reminder, the calendar song, something you should be including on a seasonal basis or a few times a year. Well, that's it for this episode of the Creative Worship Leader. I'm so thankful that you joined me. Please connect with me on Facebook and Instagram and visit deanmitchum.com for more. And remember, until next time, live your life creatively as worship unto God.